Welcome to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we discover our personal definition of wealth through conversations with talented and successful women who are living their version of a wealthy and meaningful life. Teresa Leftenant is owner of Reinventing Her Money, a boutique financial planning and wealth management company located on Seattle's east side. Teresa is a licensed financial advisor and certified financial planner professional. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA, SIPC. CFP and Certified Financial Planner, the Certified Financial Board of Standards Incorporated, owns these certification marks in the U.S., which it awards to individuals who successfully complete CFP Board's initial and ongoing certification requirements. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for an individual. We suggest that you discuss your specific situation with a qualified professional. Our guests are not affiliated with or endorsed by LPL Financial, Teresa Leftenant, or Reinventing Your Money. And hello, welcome to episode 41 of A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we're supporting women to create their own version of a wealthy life. I've been a CFP and a wealth advisor for over 30 years, and professional women hire me to gain the right knowledge and confidence so they can build the financial resources they need to pursue their passions and explore who they are, express their inner talents, and live their personal dreams. So join us every week to hear my expert guests and I explore seven aspects of living a wealthy life, including our finances, as well as our physical health and wellness, professional and career, mental and emotional wellness, recreation and fun, relationships, and contribution and legacy. And I'll share about the inner power qualities that women can develop and the latest thoughts on building wealth and financial fitness. Today, I'm really excited to talk to a panel of formal, former guests who are successful entrepreneurs and passionate leaders. We all know that many small businesses have been in survival mode this whole year. I read an article on CNBC.com, and it reminded me that in March, small business owners thought they'd be bracing for a few weeks of financial pain. But now we're in the 10th month of the pandemic, and according to a recent Yelp analysis, almost 100,000 small businesses in the U.S. have closed permanently since the pandemic began. That's just so hard to hear. And there's so much in uncertainty for entrepreneurs that I think therapy should be free right now because no one feels grounded about how much change they've had to navigate this year, right, panel? And according to the National Restaurant Association, a full 40% of restaurant owners say it's unlikely that they will be able to be in business in 2021 if there are no more federal relief packages. Now, the federal government has provided over $500 billion in small business loans via the Paycheck Protection Program, and thankfully, Congress just passed a new COVID relief bill, and it pro provides another $284 billion to the SBA for both first and second PPP forgivable small business loans. So if you're listening and your small business or someone you know is teetering on the edge, I encourage you to call your bank and explore the eligibility requirements. But remember, take it slow, ask a lot of questions, read the fine print, understand all the fees and the qualifications for loan forgiveness. Still, it's not all bad news out there for entrepreneurs. Many small business owners 
are significantly more optimistic about their future than they were when the pandemic began. Business owners have become especially creative about how not only to survive, but to thrive during these uncertain times, because overcoming challenges often brings out the best in us. So as we turn the corner into a new year of fresh possibilities, many small businesses are putting their final touches on their plan for success in 2021 and beyond. I often stress as I have in previous episodes, how important writing down your vision and goals are for experiencing the success you say you want. And for entrepreneurs, we call this a business plan. And a business plan provides a powerful opportunity for businesses to test their ideas on customers and team members. And it gives companies a chance to update their understanding about changes in their industry and what's working and not working for themselves and their competition. Preparing a business plan is like outlining an itinerary for a road trip. Businesses need a clear map that will help them stay focused on the specific steps they plan to take to develop and grow their businesses. So how else would we entrepreneurs know if we're headed in the right direction and how much progress we're making? There's three main purposes for a business plan. Number one, it establishes the focus for the business for the next year. Number two, it helps secure financing because investors and banks want to know what revenue and expense projections you have. And then number three, it can help attract attract executives and skilled employees as our business grows. So let me tell you very quickly the elements of a good business plan. Number one, you want to have an executive summary. This is an overview of the business and why it exists. Then a company description. That gives the history of the business, the legal structure, the products and services offered, the people who run the business and work in the business. And of course, the summary of the business goals. Then there's number three, the products and services. This is the detailed description of what products and services the company provides and how they will benefit the target customers. Then a market analysis. This is an explanation of the need in the marketplace for the company's products and services. More details about customer segments, industry statistics, marketing data, and a SWOT analysis. SWOT stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Then you want to list the management team. Who's running the business and what are their qualifications? An organization chart is often included. And finally, the financial plan. This is the historic financial data for the past five years and a realistic budget forecast for the next five years. Now, I had to learn as I became a more seasoned entrepreneur that keeping my business plan a secret was actually a mistake because a business plan should be shared with every member of the team and important clients. Because when it's shared, discussed, and amended, everybody involved feels like they're part of the process and will likely do everything they can do to help make it a reality. The number one reason that most people want to become their own boss is because of the freedom, the satisfaction, the flexibility, and because there's usually an inner purpose involved. And also, living a life of purpose and passion is another component of living a wealthy life. 
I know that's true for me. And for the six successful ladies I'm about to interview and talk to again today. So I'm honored to welcome back to the show, Maureen Curis, founder of Radiant Morning. And I interviewed Maureen in episode one and episode nine. We have Annette Bond, certified image consultant, back with us. I interviewed Annette in episode 30. Christina Stapke, integrative and functional dietitian, interviewed in episode 25. Erin Papworth, founder of NAV.IT, financial wellness app, interviewed in episode 20. And then we have Danny Green, founder of Higher Path Healing, episode 6. And Karen Ray, founder of Fave Lifestyles, episode 13. I really couldn't be more excited and grateful that you all joined me at the end of 2020 to talk about your business, your year, what you have planned for next year. So let's start out with me just kind of letting you introduce yourselves. So give us your name, your business, and then why don't you tell us why you do what you do. And Karen, can we start with you? Hi, Teresa. Thank you for having me on today. What a what a pleasure to be here. I'm so happy to have you, Karen. Yeah, so I have Faith Lifestyles, and we are an online um, lifestyle brand and community. And, you know, I am passionate, and this is why I uh, do what I do, is that I'm passionate about amplifying the message uh, and expertise of women in business and creating a place for them to shine and to take advantage of this online market. And you do that so very well. Thanks for being here, Karen. Erin, how about you? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me again, Teresa. And it's such an honor to be on with such an illustrious panel of amazing female entrepreneurs. So Navid is a financial technology. We are a platform that is trying to really think about how we can get consumers to connect their cognitive health with their financial health and talk about how our behaviors and our mindset really drive how we engage with finances and ultimately our long-term financial resilience. So I'm really excited to be here and, and learn from everyone and to figure out how to navigate 2021. Boy, isn't that the truth. Thank you, Erin. How about you, Danny? Thank you, Karen. Yes, I'm the creator of Higher Path Healing, and I help clients remove blocks to love and success at the inner mind level by reframing their past, present, and future stories and creating their own inner mantras. I had a client last week who created this mantra during the I Am lesson, and it's just such a good wrap-up for 2020, and her mantra is, I am strong, and I am stronger than I think I am. I love it. I think I'll borrow that. Very nice. Thank you, Danny. How about you, Maureen? Hi, Teresa. Um, My name is Maureen Curis, and I am the founder of Radiant Morning. And my passion is to help women get their end-of-life planning decided, documented, and discussed with their families so that they can then go on and live life fully and passionately without any, uh, you know, roadblocks if life happens. Exactly. So my big mission. And we've learned that this year, haven't we, that life can happen when we aren't expecting it. Thank you, Maureen. How about you, Annette? Hi there. Welcome. Um, I'm Annette Bond, and I'm the owner of Definitive Style. I'm a certified image consultant. And I am passionate about just empowering women to be the best version of them. 
And it's about helping her see her inner radiance, her essence, and really aligning that with her outer image so that getting dressed is easy and it supports her in business and her lifestyle. Perfect. Thank you. And, and Christina. Yeah, thanks so much again for having me, Teresa. It's great to be back here. Uh, my name is Christina Stavke. I am an integrative and functional dietitian with a virtual nutrition counseling practice based in Seattle. And I just really help women who are feeling frustrated and controlled with a chronic digestive issue. So whether it be things like bloating, indigestion, irritable bowel syndrome, things that are all just keeping them from really reaching their fullest potential and feeling good in their bodies. So we essentially dive into a lot more than just nutrition and exercise. Um, the basis of functional medicine and nutrition is just digging in to understand underlying causes of your symptoms. I don't think anyone should have to suffer from a chronic health condition. Um, I experienced that myself and was able to overcome my issues with functional medicine and nutrition. And I really believe that if more people got to experience their best state of health, they'd really be able to thrive and enjoy their lives and, and also be able to contribute more awesome things to the world. So that's really why I do what I do. So thank you so much, Christina. So now you can see that every single lady that I have here today uh, represents an element of living that wealthy life. We need our health. We need to look great. We have to have our spiritual lives in place and our money, of course. So stay with us, everyone, because we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, all of our wonderful guests will be sharing their biggest wins and lessons from 2020. So we'll see you right back in just a moment. Are you scared to talk to your loved ones about dying? Maureen Cures with Radiant Morning helps families just like yours start candid conversations around end-of-life wishes well before a terminal diagnosis or unexpected bad news. Maureen is a registered nurse with more than 30 years experiencing her patients' end of life and the challenges they faced when communication was put off and no plan in place. Talking about death is an important part of passing on the gifts of your life to your loved ones. Maureen can guide you to speak up and get everyone in the family on the same page. To learn more or to schedule a complimentary 20-minute call with Maureen, visit RadiantMorning.com. That's Radiant, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G.com. Are you tired of wasting time and energy trying to create a wardrobe you love? Annette Bond with Definitive Style helps exceptional women, just like you, elevate their image and align with their brand through her Reveal Your Radiant Style Academy. Annette is a certified image consultant. She guides women to create stylish, confident wardrobes that reveal their inner radiance. This is Annette Bond with Definitive Style. To get more information on the Reveal Your Radiance Style Academy, connect with me at AnnetteBond.com. Again, that is AnnetteBond.com. Show up confidently styled in any situation as your authentic best self. Do you have gas, bloating, 
or feel tired all the time? Do your symptoms keep you from feeling present with your loved ones, but you're confused about what to do next? Christina Stapke, a registered dietitian, nutritionalist, and published author, can help you address the underlying causes of your symptoms using a compassionate, holistic approach through her seven-step gut restoration protocol. Christina has extensive training in integrative and functional nutrition, and after healing herself from her own health problems, she became passionate about helping other women to be their own health advocate so they can get back to feeling their best. Set up a free discovery call at ChristinaStapkeyRDN.com. And welcome back to A Wealthy Life for Her with my wonderful panel of entrepreneurs that was we just introduced. And I want to get right to the questions that I have for you. Ladies, this year has been unpredictable to say the least and challenging in so many ways. I know you have felt it, your clients have felt it. So I wanted to start by asking how have you know, the events overall actually changed you as a person? Maybe it's your philosophy. Maybe it's how you interact with people. Perhaps it's how you're going to do your personal life. We'll get to the business part later. I'll tell you how it's changed me is that I have realized that I have a tendency to go too fast, to push too hard, to want too much. So in 2021, I have really narrowed my focus to really just focus on two very specific things that are truly important to my heart. So let's start with you, Annette. How have you changed as a person from your experiencing of this unusual year? I guess one of the things I'll start with is time. And that is how I spend my time, who I'm spending my time with, um, really valuing my time. You know, I heard someone earlier say this is stop wasting time while I'm waiting. And so this whole 2020 really gave me this opportunity to dive into things that I've wanted to do with my business, personal spending relationships and um, just being more cognizant of my time. And as I'm moving forward too. I bet others would agree with you that that is something they've noticed too. How about you, Danny? What is something that has changed for you this year as a person? Well, when this whole pandemic started, I felt like I was stopped by it. And I did my work really slowly. And I was very bothered that I couldn't move as quickly and get as much done because I was just emotionally kind of wrestling um, with, you know, my daughter was pregnant, we have a new grandson in 2020. And you know, my son caught COVID and his new wife on their wedding day. And a lot of things happened. But what I realized is that slow is okay. Yeah, if you need to go slow for a day, just go slow. If you need to go if you're working slowly for a week, that's fine. And so I've learned to be really, really present and really, really grateful, and let myself off the hook. And no, I'm always doing my best. Very nice. Thank you for sharing that. How about you, Christina? What did you learn about yourself? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely a lot. <laughs> um, but on, on the personal side of things, it really showed me how much I value socializing and traveling and uh, also just the freedom to be able to do those things when I choose. <laughs> yeah. um, it was, I, I was really grateful and fortunate to be in the situation I was in, um, you know, from a financial standpoint. But I, I really felt like I was losing my mind after a month of not being able to go surfing on the coast here in Washington. And uh, I just had to get really creative with finding things that kind of gave me that reset uh, that surfing gives me. So, so yeah, I, I just got creative and had to find new hobbies and, and also kind of find a way to, to sit with myself during those times where I felt like I just need to get out. <laughs> so Boy, yeah, that it's very important to to have something uh, fun and a hobby that takes you your mind away from your business. So for me, I started doing uh, adult coloring and Lego building with my son, which is totally different than anything I've ever done. Hey, what about you, Karen? What'd you learn about yourself? Well, I think there's three different things that I've learned. One is uh, what's really important in life, and it's people. It's the people. Um, unfortunately, I've lost three family members, two to COVID. And so that really, you know, made me stop in my tracks and just really realize, you know what, you got to reach out to those that you love and let them know that you love them. The second thing I think is just being comfortable with myself and going inward and just being content with who I am. And then the third thing is I've learned that I love to dance. And so now I, <laughs> I'm taking an online dance class and just whew, let's have some fun. I'm going to ask you for that referral because I love to dance too. And Karen, I'm very sorry for the losses that you've had to experience this year. Uh, Maureen, what have you learned about yourself? Well, it's more something I relearned, Teresa. Um, it was reinforced that we have to take, I have to take advantage of every opportunity that's presented that's within my grasp. Uh, years ago, I was a young nurse and one of my college uh, friends died of cancer. I was working on an oncology floor and I was at sort of a crossroads trying to decide what to do. And one of the oncologists said, you know, Maureen, grasp every opportunity within your reach because you don't know what tomorrow brings. Your friend, Laura, never thought she would be dead at age 25. I was 26. And um, it's really reinforced that this year, you know, that opportunities come. My sons were home this summer and they would say, hey, mom, you want to go hiking? And I would think, no, I have all this work to do. And then I thought, yes, I would love to go hiking. When will I have this opportunity when you have a free day? You weren't even supposed to be here this summer. So um, it's just really setting my priorities for what's important in my personal life, but also taking advantage of opportunities in my business life that come along also. I love that lesson. It's good to be reminded. Erin, what did you learn about yourself? Yes, and I mean, I, I will reiterate a lot of what I think was already said. I, the, the distinct, one of the first personal things that happened was it, it caused me to have to pause, which I think everyone's saying. And so that, that kind of stagnation allowed me to kind of have the time to go deeper into that self-reflection and equally find, you know, places that I think uh, specifically, it's interesting, Christina and Dana, uh, Danny are on the call because, you know, I had to go spiritually into myself. I had to go physically into myself, figure out how I express my, I love dancing. I love Peloton. I love running. I love nature. You know, all these things you have to kind of reorganize, like, okay, what do I prioritize and how do I get that outlet? 
Um, and then from a work perspective, honestly, it's given me a chance to um, organize our team in a way that, you know, it was very odd online and navigating it, but it gave, it gave us this really cool opportunity to build um, team building online with Zoom and know our staff in a way that we never would have, like we, we instituted a, a happy hour every, every two weeks, which like, and then played games with each other and like, you know, did secret Santas and things like just really to, to be more creative and how I reached out and connected with people, both personally and uh, professionally. You know, what I've heard is that challenges really do bring out the best in us, don't they? So let's talk about your successes for 2020 business successes. And let's go ahead and start with you, Karen. What was maybe one business success for you? Yeah, so luckily we were already positioned online. Uh, we launched a Fave Lifestyles in 2020. And so when COVID hit and everybody went online, <laughs> we had tremendous growth. And we, um, that month we ran a special so we could really bring in the women who needed to, to have now have a voice online. And so we signed up 22 women in, in about a six week period. And so we could just amplify their voice and, and really let them shine. I love it. You know, and haven't we all had to stretch and learn more technology quickly? But again, that shows just what is what we're capable of if we have to. Maureen, what about you? What's a big success for you this year? Taking my, I think my biggest success is taking what I was doing in person online and creating an online course. So it just made me see that I could do all the work I wanted to do online as well as offline. So well, and we'll all be happy to get back out there in groups, won't we? And, and uh, motivate and teach people in groups when that time comes. But it'll be so nice to be in person. But for the meantime, Zoom is where it's at. <laughs> Congratulations. And how about you, Erin? What, what was a big success for you? You know, it, it was, it's been an interesting ride. We are specifically talking about financial health and um, mental health. So it was ironically and unfortunately perfect timing to be in the market at a time when the world is collapsing and stress is going up and financially uh, people are feeling insecure so it's it's we were very um careful to make sure that we presented ourselves we we served our population so we were able to immediately open up our subscription model to be free during the uh, we we launched in march literally march 6 as the world is shutting down we launched our savings and subscription model. So we immediately made that free and we've been able to serve people in a time period that is really scary and helping them link um, that emotional side of finances to help them and show their trends and see their data and just think about their health as in the broader context of holistic health and wellness means includes financial health. Um, so I feel like we have, we've done the right thing by our customers, but also it's an amazing time for us to be having this conversation because two years ago, that conversation was a lot harder to have. People didn't really want to listen to it. So it definitely, it definitely is true. I would say, even though, you know, my client, clients and I have long-term relationships, I feel like this year, because of the conversations we had, uh, we are even closer and more committed. And we, of course, had to make adjustments on their planning. So, um, you know, it, it, there's a silver lining, you know, that you can find in in things like what has happened this year. So, Christina, I want to ask you a different question. So uh, tell us a lesson that your business taught you 
in 2000, in 2020, and then add on how that lesson is going to shape your plans for next year? Yeah. So I think my business really just showed me how important creating work-life boundaries are. Um, you know, having my own practice and creating my own rules and and helping my clients in such a fulfilling way really makes my business not really feel like work. And, um, you know, being virtual and having a home office, I've really learned that I need to be very, very diligent and intentional just about the kind of boundaries I set. Otherwise, I'm really apt just to pour myself into my work instead of really creating a space for for fun and play, even though when I can, you know, I can justify that it's fun, but (laughs) I know that can lead to burnout. So it's really just taught me, um, yeah, I need to be intentional and diligent in the coming year about just um, setting those boundaries and then sticking to them. Because I really know that when I prioritize fun and play and things that bring me joy, I'm happier person overall, you know, I'm a better practitioner to my patients and also, you know, a friend and partner and and sister. This is is about walking your talk, right? In particular for you. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So Annette, share with us a lesson that you learned business-wise and how that's going to shape your plans next year. I'm excited about this lesson. You know, I, my image business was in person in Seattle only. And I had always wanted it to be more virtual, but I had my clients really had a mindset of, no, I want to work with you in person. No, it's about seeing you. It's about touching you. You know, it's about seeing the clothes. Everything was about in person. And I created the Reveal Your Radiant Style Academy, and I was able to really create an excellent experience for my clients. And that was so gratifying. And for them to see it can be done virtual for myself to go, wow, I can do this with excellence just as I do in person. And it's actually allowed me to expand more of my offerings um, with more consulting and coaching, if you will, versus it's not just shopping, it's not just in the closet, there's so much more to image than that. So that's been a huge lesson. I'm so excited for 2021. Yes, because then hopefully when we get out of uh, prison of our homes, we'll be able to integrate what we learned in uh, our online uh, business offerings with doing, you know, some of the things we used to do. So that's a great lesson to share with us. So, Danny, I'm going to change the question up uh, for you, too. So how have you helped a client navigate Uh, challenges that they were experiencing in 2020? Without saying names, of course, can you bring something to mind about a client? Yes. So in helping clients reframe and rewrite their past, present, and future, whenever you can have emotional strength from what you're good at and just to know what your giftings are or emotional release from experiences that have um, been plaguing Um, people's mindset, as soon as we can navigate either of those things, then they just have more mental strength and emotional strength to succeed in their business. And one of my clients um, had a roadblock of of not really delegating work to her, her 
people in her office that were working for her. Um, and then when she got over some of her past experiences, she was more free to trust her office mates. Mm, great one. I mean, really the emotional transitions that we've all had to go through this year. I, I know I particular have had many. Uh, it's felt like I would hit the floor and then hit the ceiling the very next day. So what about you, Maureen? Do you have a client story that you can share with us? I do. I have someone that had attended one of my five-week courses. Her, well, her entire family ended up with COVID, but as she and her siblings were recovering, her mother was getting worse. And there was decisions that had to be made. And because of what she learned, she sat down and had this really heartfelt conversation with her mother about what she would want done if it progressed to the point where she would need to be put on a ventilator to survive. And then she had the conversation with her siblings um, and it did progress to that. And instead of putting her mother on a ventilator, they called in hospice and her mother was allowed to die at home with her children all around her, loving on her. And she said they would have all been so frantic and scared. They would have just naturally let her go to the hospital because they had not really ever had those conversations before. So that was very heartwarming to know that instead of dying alone in the hospital, this woman was able to die with her family surrounding her, loving on her and peacefully transitioning her to to her heavenly life. Oh, beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that. So I have one last question before we have to go to break again, and I'm going to let you raise your hand if you'd like to answer it. I'd just like to know if any of you would share a financial challenge that you had to overcome this year. Thank you. Sure, as the fintech, I can yeah. up. I can find it. Um, it's we were we were raising um, a seed round during this time period, so we were able to launch. The product in March, but we we um, needed to raise this fall, and it's been an incredible um, experience, both both challenge but also opportunity for us because you know a lot of investor relations is the feel them them trusting you, them liking you, and I have you know, there's a reality of investors typically pattern match, and I am a female founder in fintech, which is not a pattern that they've seen before. So there was a lot of challenges with that, but I but I feel like the opportunity has been um, being online. You can access people much more quickly, and um, kind of I've learned to ask um, if an investor is passing or if there's a relationship I'm building to just like blatantly ask, like, okay, if you're not going to take it, do you have anyone you would introduce me to? And so, and just being able to circulate um, more quickly online rather than having to be somewhere physically and flying around. Um, that's been, a, that's, it's been a fascinating thing to navigate and we are closing our round January 20th and I'm very excited. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> I have many gray hairs, but here <laughs> we are. <laughs> well, I really want to acknowledge you for your commitment to raising money in a difficult environment. And, you know, you're just stretching yourself and growing yourself. And so your business, I, I told you when I first met you, your business is going to thrive over the years. And I'm very happy for you for that. Okay, ladies, um, when we come back, we're going to talk now about 2020, your plans, uh, what you're most excited about. So stay with us, everyone. We'll be right back to A Wealthy Life for Her. 
Has the global pandemic put your personal finances in distress? You're not alone. At Navit, we can help you transition from a doomsday mindset to an abundance mindset. The Navit Money app is the first banking app to put your health first. The app tracks how your money mood impacts your financial behaviors to help you improve habits and measure financial health outcomes. Download the free Navit Money app from your app store. That's nav.it. And join thousands of navigators exploring a unique and self-fulfilling financial journey. Hi, I'm Danny Green. I can help you activate your soul power, live your infinite greatness, and be your own hero. I will listen deeply, provide conversational structure, and you will hear the wisdom and power of your soul. You will rise to your next level of success, I promise. Visit Danny Green, that's D-A-N-I, Green, dot today, to receive my 17 universal truths from the Soul Power Experience, or book a 30-minute Soul Power Breakthrough Session. I look forward to speaking with you. Namaste. The Divine in Me celebrates the Divine in You. Social media can be overwhelming, and it can be tough to get your message out there. At Fave, our contributors to our team of experts are known to our thriving community of women who are seeking solutions to navigate life. Fave Lifestyles, a lifestyle brand and online magazine. We are lifting up the voices of women in business. Learn how you can amplify your message to our passion-filled community at favelifestyles.com, where we are doing life together. Welcome back to our panel of entrepreneur experts, uh, small business owners who have navigated 2020 and they are all ready for 2000. Well, maybe they're not all ready, but they're <laughs> they're thinking about what they're most excited about. And I'd really like them to share about what their plans are for 2021. So Karen, do you want to start there? What, what are you excited about for the new year? You know, I am really excited for 2021 and we are actually launching, we've been working very diligently and streamlining and um, just getting some pieces into place to um, uh, launch our membership program for um, experts to come and take advantage of our community here and to um, meet them. And so we're launching that program here in the next couple of days, actually. And we've already tested it and we've already had a couple of people sign up. So, and it's not even launched yet. We just got a couple of the links out there to people and super excited about it. So, so help us understand one more layer. So if you sign up for that, uh, what will you receive as yeah. uh yeah yeah so we have a what's called our um, fave um, circle of experts and it's a place for you to come and uh, amplify your expertise so you get to have a, a space to write articles and show your brilliance and to go live within our community and we splash your um, articles and that all across our social media and so we also hit some really nice uh, numbers so we had 750,000 views in wow. July on Pinterest alone. So people are there and we're getting, uh, you know, articles are getting like 2000 impressions. So it's really just really, uh, really amazing to see what's happening out there. It is. I think there's a lot of pent up excitement that we're going to have a new experience next year and we're all ready to get there, aren't we? we Thank are. you. What about you, Danny? What's, what's, uh, what are you excited about for 2021? 
Well, I am excited that I have learned so much in 2020 and been able to really adapt my 12 session program to my client's time and financial resources. Um, and also I do meet clients in person, but I can also be very successful meeting them online. So I love what I do in my hypnotherapy business and I just can plan on continuing. Awesome. Very good. What about you, Maureen? What are you excited about for next year? I'm excited to grow my online business and not just do courses, but do family meeting facilitation online. Ever since uh, my 88-year-old father-in-law has become more uh, adept at Zoom, I realized, wow, I don't have to do the family meeting facilitation in person. I can do this online too. And I'm super excited to continue to share a positive message about end-of-life planning and the importance of it. So I have a lot on my plate. Yeah, most uh, business owners do, don't we? We just pile it on. Mm -hmm. Hey, so I'm going to change the question uh, to you, Christina. Uh, So how do you usually plan for the future? I talked about business planning, but so if you're excited about something and you want to make sure that it actually comes to uh, fruition, that you actually manifest it, how do you do that? Yeah, so kind of uh, starting at a more macro level, um, yeah, I I kind of just let myself visualize and have fun in my meditation, Mm -hmm. and I kind of just, yeah, to see what would be the perfect future that I want to create and kind of have fun with that, and then I kind of uh, work back from there. my mentor calls that like or 10x vision and then on kind of the more micro daily level um i really like using multiple different kinds of planners <laughs> i honestly kind of switch back and forth but i definitely do uh daily goals uh weekly goals and then monthly and quarterly um so that's that's essentially how i plan um, and then as far as the business plan goes, I do kind of a more general business plan. Um, and I'm really glad that you shared more resources because I probably need to update mine next year. <laughs> but I do kind of generally more, uh, yeah, financial goals and then, you know, clients I want to reach um, and uh, different services that I want to offer. I thought it might be kind of helpful to be the person that says with their finger, now don't forget to do your business plan because it really, it does, um, it's such a nice lift when you actually write it down, isn't it? You can have it up in your mind, but when you actually have it down and you can maybe check it off and you can remind yourself, it's just so helpful. What about you, Annette? How do you plan for your 2021? Well, I start with, as kind of Christina said, start with that big picture, that vision. And I'm always incorporating my strengths, my values, my passions, and what does that look like? And then from there, creating a plan, working the plan, and then being consistent. So pretty, pretty simple when I say, you know, starting with the big and, and going down to just being consistent with it. And then celebrating. you know that's what that's when you do the dance party right and Erin I'm guessing you're a big planner tell us how you do it I am yes so personally um I do I am very similar to Christina and Annette where you know I know where we want to go in 2021 personally um I have you know it's been a challenge this year health-wise to just stay 
um, I have digestive health problems too. So Christina, we need to talk, but, um, but that's been a big challenge, like, you know, eating healthy and cooking a lot more myself and all these like great things that I've been able to accomplish over this year, just extending that and making sure that I have my key goals of like where I want to be at the end of 2021 personally and working back. And then as a business, you know, it's just, we have monthly, you know, we call them KPIs, so key performance indicators that we really as an executive team are looking at, we're making sure we're revising, we're, we're, you know, similar to your business plan, but it's on a micro level on a monthly basis, you know, did we hit this? Did we hit that? Where'd we, you know, what's going on with our teams? And that's been really awesome just to be able to, because we are a dispersed team, have that moment as a leadership team, just the, you know, the small group of us to really, you know, take a moment to reflect, but also plan out what happens next. What are we feeling? Just the emote, how they're doing. I do a check-in every, every time of like, okay, personally, you know, zero to 10, physically zero to 10 and mentally zero to 10. It's really been an incredible moment for us to pause every month and kind of build that team, you know, bonding, understanding, and then moving forward and planning. So then of course that becomes quarterly and annual too. You know, your business has such a great balance between the inner and outer parts of uh, life. You know, we are a human being and everything that we want to do has this component of our spiritual selves, right, Danny? And so we, we need to bring that into every aspect of our business. And what I wanted to say here to the listeners is that you know, if you're resonating with some of what our guests are saying, and you don't quite know how to take those steps, it's important that you um, ask for resources uh, with business coaches. They can help you do a really great business plan. They can help you with your financial projections. They can guide you in getting funding. Uh, there's re- this is where bus- really good business coaches can help. So I want to change uh, the topic now and ask you ladies to describe any challenges that you have thought about, that you have plans to overcome, maybe even that you're worried about and you don't quite know how you're going to overcome those challenges. And, you know, I'll, I'll talk about my business first. So my challenges tend to be, uh, keeping all of the details of every single person's financial life together. And so this is a technology challenge. It's also a challenge, and I'll just admit it, you know, I don't have a 20-year-old brain anymore. And so I have to put systems in place so that I make sure that everything gets done and that I don't forget anything really important. So that's one of my goals in 2021 is is to really make an upgrade in my systems where all of the details are captured easily and my customers can feel peaceful that um, I have everything in, in, in place. So what are some of the obstacles and challenges facing you? How about you, Annette, you want to start? Sure. Well, I guess I have to say my biggest challenge in 2020 is I did not have a virtual business. And so um, this year was a lot of growing, laying the groundwork. And as I go into 2020, I actually have two coaches and it's about helping me to really excel online. And one is a coach with uh, video and branding. And the second is LinkedIn. So it's having two coaches. It's like, I, I want to really excel at being online. That's awesome. So So what you don't know how to do yourself, you've looked for people that do to help you. 
And uh, that's what I really support. Okay, Maureen, how about you? What are some of the challenges that you see in 2021 for your business? Well, systems and processes, that's so important that I've been trying to get in order and, and knowing that 2021, that is crucial. And like Annette said, hiring the coaches to teach me how to do the things that I want to learn that I don't know how. But I think my biggest obstacle is right here between my ears, my mindset, Yes. And um, when knowing that I can chase that little itty bitty shitty committee off my shoulder and get it out of there and just conquer anything that I set my mind to. So write that down, everyone, the itty bitty committee. <laughs> Beautiful. And uh, I'm with you there with the mindset that we have to overcome. It's a continual process, isn't it? To uh, keep positive minded, keep believing in yourself, keep moving forward, even when you don't feel like it. So Karen, what about you? Do you have any challenges that you're wanting to overcome in 2021? Well, Maureen, I have to laugh because I think that's where mine is too. It's all my limiting beliefs. And I have actually worked actually with Danny and with one of them is around money, my mindset around money. And uh, just a little bit of my background is I uh, was a stay-at-home mom for you know 28 years and went through a divorce. And so I'm on my own. It was like, go get a job or start your own business. So I chose to start my own business. And so with that, there's so many things to learn, not just the business piece, but the mindset piece. And so I am tapping into coaches, get overcoming things, learning to become aware of what those limiting beliefs are. Investing in ourselves to grow so that our business can grow is probably the number one uh, good decision to make for all of us entrepreneurs. All right. So we have about five minutes-ish left, and I want to make sure everybody gets a chance to answer this question, which is, what is your best advice for women who either want to start a business or really want to take a big leap forward in their business in next year. So what's your best advice, ladies? And I'll start with you, Maureen. I'm going to say shoot for the impossible because we can all achieve anything we set our minds to. We just have to believe in it, get our mindsets right. And I always think, gosh, I'm talking about death. You know, God, if anything, <laughs> If I can overcome that, uh, anyone can overcome anything. But I think that if we just set our dreams really high and shoot for the impossible, even if we don't make it, it's like that shoot for the moon, you'll land among the stars, you know? So that's my advice is really set set high goals for yourself. I love that. Yes, sir. We, we don't think big enough, typically. We think, okay, I'm just going to go as far as I know I can safely get to. But it's when you really are pursuing the biggest dream that you become that bigger person and then you can get there. Don't look at the failures. Look at them as stepping stones to continue growing. Love that too. Thank because you, Because we can't grow without without failing some, somehow. That's how we learn our lessons. Erin, how about you? What's your very best advice for women entrepreneurs? Well, I want to second that concept, Maureen, of like there is no such thing as failure. There are opportunities. And I think as, as a female entrepreneur, I 
I don't know, I would assume, and I'm stereotyping, but there is this need for perfection that, that I think is baked in a little bit that we just have to get rid of that because and part of the perfection is moving through the imperfection. So, but I think the, the other thing I would say is I started out on this journey. I have a behavioral science background. I come from a whole different world than financial services. I ran big businesses and I had a financial understanding and acumen, but I didn't come from financial services. So the number one thing that I've been able to do is network and get advice. I think people have mentioned this business coaches, but just asking asking questions and being humble enough to know that I don't know everything and finding people, especially other female entrepreneurs that are just, I've been so grateful and blessed by the plethora of women that have been willing to take the time to talk to me, to give me their advice, to tell me their experience or to just, or to network and to, you know, reach out and connect me to other people. And so I, the the world is your oyster. And I think there is there are people out there wanting to help you and wanting to serve um, and, and give you their expertise. So being willing to ask for that and accepting it um, is a real, it's truly um, a benefit and an abundance. You just feel surrounded. Even when you're in the midst of the loneliness of being a, a founder and the entrepreneurship, like there are people that will come around you if you are open to it. Yes, thank you for that. You know, women can lift up other women. And the entrepreneurial journey is, I think, the most exciting way to live a life. And so I know that all of you would agree with me. Karen, what is your best advice? My best advice is uh, I would love for women to know that they are the wow factor in their business. They let their brilliance shine. Go out and step out of your comfort zone. Go be online. If you don't know how to do it, you know, come and learn. We teach people how to go online, how to be present, um, to be known as a thought leader, an influencer, a subject matter expert, because people come and they want to know you. They want to know who you are. There's a lot of people who do the same things and you really are the wow factor. And that's the way you can build some relationships. You can learn how to be an entrepreneur. If you feel that in your soul, that that is something that you've always wanted to try. There's so many people out there who will help you. And yes, it is who you are and your life experience that everybody wants to know about. Thank you, Karen. And um, let's see, Danny, what's your best advice? Well, thank you, Karen. Um, or Teresa and Karen, I'm a writer for Fave Lifestyle. So that's been a, a real gem in 2020 for me. So there's three sections in the program or the course I have. It's, it's activate your soul power that everything within you, you have everything within you that you need. Live your infinite greatness and be your own hero. So when I can help clients just realize you can show up in any situation and go, you know what? I'm infinite. I've got this. And when people can get to that point in their mindset, there's just, they're unstoppable. And I love helping clients get there. Thank you. And Christina, Annette, we have time for one sentence. Sorry, we got close on time. Go ahead, Annette. Um, I'm saying this in just a different way, but honor your strengths, honor your values and honor your uniquenesses. Thank you, Christina. By choosing to play it small, you're also choosing to let your potential clients struggle and suffer without your help. 
that really resonated with me. And I think that's powerful. I love it. Ladies, I can't thank you enough for being with me this year, for supporting me, for being here on the last show of 2020. And I look forward to inviting you all back again next year and learn more about your incredible businesses. So thank you everyone for listening and being part of our Wealthy Life for Her mission. You know, hosting a radio show and sharing my passion for guiding women to pursue a wealthy life is just the best experience I really can say I've ever had. So I look forward to creating more incredible shows next year. So stay tuned for more guests in 2021. And you can subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Sincere thanks to Alexis Lieutenant Gregory, who's the composer of our theme music, Eric, my producer, and everyone, especially Sarah at Financial Advocates. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube under Teresa, T-R-E-S-A, Lieutenant. Remember, ladies, you deserve a wealthy life and to attain financial independence, which is your birthright. In 2021, make it your goal to gain the right knowledge and confidence so that you can overcome any financial challenge and create a wealthy life on your terms. Thank you, everyone. Happy New Year. Teresa is founder of Reinventing Her Money and author of Reinventing Her, helping women plan, pursue, and capitalize on their next chapter. Available on Amazon. She is a certified financial planner and wealth advisor for professional women who aspire to a wealthy and financially independent life. Learn more at reinventinghermoney.com.